Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. Will we be okay today? Well, we've got great news for you today over here with the Welfare Ministry Group. And we want to tell you today that you're going to be just fine, you and your family, and that our God is able to heal all our diseases. This is your 12th episode of Where fair i am your host apostle and color wally uh myself and my family and um we want to say good afternoon americans so we want to say good afternoon to all our american family and friends and listeners out there to all our nigerian family as always we thank god we bless god for you today you know uh we hope that you're doing fine and um we just thank you for listening and being a part of the ministry and we thank god for you so we got a couple of housekeeping things we don't have time to get any questions in today but we are going to get back to those and we know those are building up please do not you don't have to hesitate sending those you can click on you know i know it takes a little bit of a process but when you get the email back your confirmation go ahead and send your question and you can send your question in through there um again https colon backslash backslash welfare period captivate period fm and make sure you put some hot sauce on it make sure you throw a little bit of your cayenne pepper on it and possibly some even even some salt (laughs) okay we are coming back to those questions we'll slide them in as we can get those but like i said we always must be obedient to the holy ghost and to the spirit and what god give us to do hey if you're needing prayer right now this is a perfect time for you to go ahead and call in and you can call in at 1-877-842-1111 12 you can reach us there if for prayer or if you've got a burning testimony you can go ahead and do that now well i'm going to start the show off today i've got some great news and you guys can tell oh she sounds excited yes and i'm very excited as part as well as the uh rest of the welfare ministry group um and our family we're we're excited we're ecstatic because we have found our third ministry resource we found our third ministry resource and guess what we have already ordered it for you the general public and the household of faith it is predominantly for the household of faith but i know the general public if you would like a copy again don't hesitate to write us at that email and uh we will because that's going to that email has a link that leads you into the website and that's why we give everybody that email and you can gladly request your free copy up there with no charge it is uh us doing the work of the lord getting resources out to you that you need now of course i like to talk about a little bit why we chose this this ministry resource um for those of you that know her you know know of the ministry it comes from uh dr billy brim ministries it comes from there you know we were stumbling through some episodes and we saw uh i mean one that just grabbed us and uh we just listened to it and we know we heard the voice of god saying that's it that's the third resource get that out to the people people need to hear this and so and of course as always when we minister to others we always minister to ourselves so this resource comes from dr billy brim ministries for those of you that know um and guess what this is why i'm so excited about it because we've got people telling us during requests i don't like to read you know when they go on the page and they you know we have a slot that says do you want to request a free bible free book they say i don't like to read but guess what all of this is on four pack cd all you gotta do is slip it in on your cd player and listen to the man of god i believe her son is the one that has done it is is the orca orchestrator excuse me so i believe he's the one uh the preacher you know for lack of a big word 
um he's the one that's uh that's doing the preaching but it is entitled all in and you say all in what is that apostle well you know uh you already know i'm an apostle and my primary job for the kingdom of christ is to build it up um, and to build it up through edification and through instruction. Okay, so now this the this it this CD is telling us something, you know, that we all need to know. Let me tell you. Do you know why that a lot of Christians don't grow? Do you know why a lot of Christians don't grow or the body of Christ doesn't grow? It grows slowly. It stagnates. You know, people become Christian. You know why? Because we're not fully committed. It's the same aspect as if why a lot of marriages don't grow. Why do a lot of marriages don't grow? Because they're not fully committed. You know, you will hear people say, oh, uh, like, uh, some people get married and say, oh, I just did something. Later on, f three months down the line, four months down the line to a year, oh, I just did something. You know, oh, I just did this to please her. Uh, you know, and a lot of people that go up to the altar call that accept Jesus, whether they'll say that one or two to three or maybe even a year later. Oh, I just was doing something at the time. Oh, I was just going through this. Which means they're not fully committed. And that's why a lot of Christians don't go. Don't grow, excuse me. And that's why God laid on our heart to get this CD out to the people. Because this is a thing that he's talking about uh, in the in this four-pack CD. Is how we must be committed to fully walk in the love of God. Once we fully commit to God and fully commit to walk in the love of God, guess what? Then it is only then we can receive our deliverance and we can grow thereby by walking in our deliverance. Okay. And, um, you know, as a great minister said, uh, hey, every minister has their specialty. They have their niche. They have their thing that there is for them to do is their specialty, right? Is their niche. And, you know, whether they be evangelist, whether they be a minister, whether they be a prophet, apostle, what they have, their niche. And God has revealed to me that my niche, my specialty is deliverance and not just helping the body of Christ receive deliverance, but helping them walk therein so that they can be prepared and ready to grow and go ahead and grow and be fruitful and multiply. And so this is our thing, people, deliverance. We're all about deliverance here at the Warfare Ministry Group and. And uh, hey, if you if anything you need to be delivered from again, this is a great time. You can go ahead and call and we'll be more than happy to walk you through it. We are the people you need to see. If you will give us just a moment, we'll be right back and we'll get into the show. And we bless God. You're going to be absolutely fine. And today, I'm so happy to have, I don't want to call him the center of our joy. Because Jesus is the center of our joy and always should be. But we're so happy to have our baby right now with us. Our baby boy right now. He is with us today and he has agreed. Mommy, I'm going to come and I'm going to help you bring the show in. So he's such a sweetheart and he is with us here today. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hello, fine. Hello, dear. How are you? Fine. That's great. You? That's great. I'm doing well. Do you want to say hello to the people? Yes. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Hello, we can hear you. We can hear you. So today, Michael, thank you for coming. And as you know, I have a question for you. Mommy has a question for you. And I, I'm full of questions, right? So I want to ask you, uh, how do you feel about your parents how do you feel about your mommies how do you feel about your daddies how do you feel about your parents okay it's my feel about them 
caring, they are loving, they are understanding. And they never hurt me. They are the best friends in the whole world. Wow. That's great. That's awesome. And we're glad that you you see us that way. Now, it could because it's you know, it's important. It that's important, right? That your parents don't hurt you. Yes, it's very important. Right. You trust them more, right? You trust them yes. more? Aha. Uh-huh. Yes, you trust them more and then you also you just feel more supported, right? Yes. Yes, and you can go on and be a big boy through life, right? Yes. Yes, praise God, praise God. And we thank you so yes. much, Michael, for that testimony. And we are going to be talking about that. We're going to get into that a little bit later on today. And you're going to find out why we are stating, you know, we are, we have asked such questions and why my son has stated that in just a little bit. But Michael, before you go, dear, do you mind giving us an opening prayer? Okay. Father Lord, as we start this show, Father Lord, bless us and guide us and protect us. Father Lord, you know why exalted. Father Lord, bless us and uh, guide us and protect us. In just mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And that's an awesome prayer. You always pray so good, my dear. And mommy loves to hear you pray. So we thank you so much for your time for that. Well, guess who else I have with me today for our listeners? Uh, again, we are blessed with the presence of our beloved princess. Everyone knows princess. And she is here with us today. Hello, princess. How are you? Hello, Mom. Good afternoon, Mom. Good afternoon, sweetheart. Are you doing okay? Good afternoon, everyone. I'm fine. And you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, Princess, now, my angel, you are a beautiful young lady, a young teen. You know, we want to hear from your word of mouth. What are some things that your mommies have told you? in reference to men for your age where you are now okay you guys um, told me not to give any man an opportunity to molest me and if any man tries to molest me i should let you know about it right immediately right yes immediately that same day and if you are not around i should tell my dad yes or anybody that that is my relative that is around Yes, it's strict action. Yes, because we had conversation about this earlier, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. And we think we thank you for coming. Of course, you and Michael on the show today to give your testimony of your parents to help give uh, encouragement. Uh, you never know who's listening that might need it or they might need a. Uh, in a living testimony so we bless god and that's it of course this is what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about the appropriate way you know how can we support our child how can we be better parents how can we not let some of the ills of satan go on in our family life as well as our communities i thank my children for being here and coming and helping me today at this time we're going to take a break and then we'll get right into the ministry. Right now, but I still see the light. Oh, 
praise the Lord. God is bigger. This is what I want. Uh, part of what I want you to take away today that God is bigger than any battle anything that may seem too hard for God it's not too hard for God and he's bigger than anything we'll ever face and we can definitely put him and apply him to all situations okay all right so let's go ahead and get into the ministry today and um I want to start off by letting you guys know that this is a three-part series that God has laid on our heart, the Warfare Ministry Group. It is a three-part series, and it is a three-part series on abuse, okay? So we're going to be talking about a few different kind of abuses. So, and don't let everyone, you know, grab their chair, because this is another one of those topics like uh, infidelity and prostitution is kind of gruesome. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. It's kind of, it makes us kind of queasy. And a lot of people, even in the body of Christ, they don't want to talk about it, but it's something that we need to talk about, especially when God said, give us uh, a word to give us direction to speak on such things so this is more along the lines you know sometimes god will have me preach and sometimes he will have me teach and god has said i want you to teach this and um i do have a co-host that's going to help me teach this and we're going to teach this today and do what does say the lord the topic um as it pertains to the show is it was tough you getting through it but now how are you feeling and this is part one today's episode is going to be on part one again that title is it was tough you getting through it but now how are you feeling and this is part one part one is going to be um and of course i'll give you that in just a little bit i want everyone um that's with us and that's following us i need you to go with me to leviticus 5 Leviticus 5, the fifth chapter. Leviticus 5, the fifth chapter. And we're just going to merely read uh, verses 1 through 3. And if a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, whether he have seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of an unclean cattle, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, and if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. Or if he touch the uncleanliness, uncleanness excuse me i keep wanting to say uncleanliness <laughs> or if he touched the uncleanness of man whosoever or excuse me whatsoever uncleanness it be that a man shall be defiled with and be hid from him when he knoweth of it then he shall be guilty let's do three again or if he touch the uncleanness of man, whatsoever uncleanness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. Okay? Now let's go go quickly with me. Stay in Leviticus and go to Leviticus 13. I need you to go with me to Leviticus 13, the 13th chapter. When you get to the 13th chapter, I need you to go with me to verse 44. Go with me to verse 44. And when we're, so we're in Leviticus 13, 44, and it reads, He is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip and shall cry unclean unclean okay those of you listening and with us today i need all my mothers 
because now I'm knowing that I'm on podcast, I'm on radio. I can't. You, I'm not gonna ask you to say it, but I need all my mothers that link with us. Can you text or email me right now? Unclean. All the mothers, all the women. Can you text me or email me right now? Those of you that are in link with our show, unclean. And then I need all the fathers to agree, all the men to agree. Let's put this thing, let's put a hatchet in this thing. I need you to text or email us right now, unclean. Amen, 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 amen. And indeed, it is unclean. All right, so we're in agreement today that this thing, this abuse, and the abuse that we're talking about today in our three-part series is child molestation. And definitely and indeed, it is an unclean spirit, okay? It is an unclean spirit. And, okay, a lot of you may wonder, why did I go to Leviticus something that is speaking of leprosy and something that is speaking of uncleanness well first of all um many of you will agree with me that child molestation or the spirit of pedophilia it is a, a unclean spirit and in my eyes i definitely view it and uh if you could view it as such you would you would really get the picture it is a sexual leprosy some of you that right now you can't say it with me but it is the sexual leprosy get that in your head get that in your head and i need to get those call to action buttons right there close to me right so but i'll get that in your head right now when we speak of child molestation it is a sexual leprosy and indeed it is an unclean spirit again say with me unclean all my mothers come on and all my fathers right where you are unclean let's get an agreement to put a hatchet in this unclean this dirty thing this dirty spirit that the enemy is trying to put forth in our families now why do i say that that uh uh child molestation is an unclean spirit okay why do i first thing i want to let you know about and you should have picked that up sometimes i don't always pinpoint but the first thing i want to let you know about is that it's unclean that's why we went to leviticus it's unclean it is an unclean spirit it is definitely unclean just keep saying that to me unclean i want to want you to get how dirty this is it's unclean why is it so unclean apostle because molestation it seeks to take that which is holy Okay, takes to it seeks to take that which is holy and turn it into something which is unholy. Okay, its job, what this spirit seeks out, sets out to do, this spirit of pedophilia, this spirit of molestation, what it seeks to do is to destroy purity. It seeks to destroy purity. Okay, so one, I want you to get that that it seeks to destroy purity. That's why it's unclean. That's why it's an unclean spirit. Okay? Uh, look at, in the terms, if we look at the sexual, look at the leprosy of it, or the sexual leprosy idea. The sexual leprosy, the theme which I put on child molestation. If we look at that, look at it in that form of leprosy, we can clearly see as leprosy breaks the skin. The body is whole. The body is normal without the leprosy. But as leprosy breaks the skin and causes it to fester and causes blood and all kind of uncouthness in the skin, that's what molestation does to the aspect of sexual relationship. What is sexual relationship? It is something that is meant for intimacy between uh, a man and a woman. Predominantly what we love to say and what is so true, it is a covenant of God between marriage but molestation seeks to try and forge that bond with someone's own child whether it be a a a a, uh, daughter whether it be a niece you know whatever form it 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 comes in nephew because hey it happens to some men even though it's rare young males too whether it be nephew or whether it be son, it seeks to destroy purity, not only in the foundation of, of, of the sex or the sex covenant that God made for marriage, it seeks to destroy purity in the family fabric. Okay? It seeks to destroy, number two, it seeks to destroy sanctification. 
Again, this is a covenant. It's sacred. So it seeks to destroy sanctification, not just in the scheme of marriage or the covenant of marriage, but in the family fabric. And then we're going to see in a little bit now, because we, we're going to add another one in, also in the form of virginity. What about the damsel's virginity? Okay, so it's breaking that sanctification. We'll get into that a little bit later. Okay, it's the same con aspect as fornication, some of this, this infidelity we have talked about before, and even prostitution. Same type of thing. It is a sexual spirit, in fact, a lascivious spirit that the enemy has created to destroy the purification and the sanctification of sex in the covenant between man and woman, solidifying marriage. All right? Um, so basically, uh, sexual uncleanness and it, and it's definitely, it's, it, it's dirty in nature. We can let cause I'm, I want to put it in English, you know, for those of you that aren't heavy Bible readers, I want to put it where you can understand. We know it's definitely dirty in nature. Definitely WAP. Some would call it WAP and, and definitely just downright common. That's downright common. All right. Now let's take a look at some statistics when we as it concerns child molestation. All right. If we go to the National Crime Victimization Survey, and, and that some of you know it as the NCVS, there's one in nine girls out of our communities that experience molestation or child molestation, however you want to put it, pedophilia, however you want to put it within our family. And with this is within their family. One in five, excuse me, one in 53 boys. So you can see there's totally, it's a higher rate, but it does happen to young males too. So it's one in nine girls, one in 53 boys. That, and this is mainly, predominantly, just like my daughter had around her age, under the age of 18. This is where this is going on. And of course, it's 82% um, of, of the victims there, they are female. Okay. All right. Now, there's some things that I want you to understand as we dig a little bit deeper into the spirit of uh, molestation, child molestation. Okay, not only we've established it is unclean. Unclean. Everybody say it with me. Mothers, you're still with me. I need you to decree that it's unclean. Come on. The only way you get help and the only way you get delivered is if you call it out. Call it what it is. Call it a spade, right? If you recognize the problem, mothers, right where you are, you can text me or either you can say, say unclean. Declare it unclean. Call it what it is. It's unclean. Fathers, we need you in agreement. We need you in agreement so we can we can tear the head off this thing, right? All right? I need you to say it with me. I need you to agree with us and say unclean. So we've decreed and we declare that it is unclean. All right. And, and, and it, it's definitely lascivious in nature. Now, like most lascivious spirits, child molestation or the spirit of pedophilia, pedophilia whatever you want to call it. Y'all know I can't talk when I'm tired, but I'm pushing through. Right. <laughs> most of you that have listened to me long enough, you know, when I'm tired, I can't I can't talk. Right. OK, but here we go. Let's go on because uh, we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Now, like most lascivious spirits, child molestation or the spirit of pedophilia is a transfer spirit. Okay? It's a transfer spirit. Well, Apostle, why do you call it a, a, a transfer spirit? Alright? Well, this is what I need you to see. Come on and come with me. Come on and come with me. Now, most females, I need you to look into a scope. That's why I'm telling you to come with me. I need you to get get your mind to the point where it is it is it can. There's description within the mind. There's imagery in the mind. And I need you to imagine now that most females and males that are molested, they they're not they're not likely to tell others, right? Are they gonna tell others? Are they gonna are they are they gonna are they gonna want to tell others? Right? So that's something that we're gonna get into a little bit and we'll we're gonna come back to that. But back to the reason why Apostle, why do you call it a transfer spirit? 
reason why I'm calling this a transfer spirit is because this is the thing. If you go and look at any, uh, talk to any psychologist, if you do any research on this spirit, this spirit of pedophilia and child molestation, you'll find that most females and males, they're most likely to molest others. Huh? Why, apostle? They're most likely to become grown and want or either want or either molest others. And it research indicates if not physically, they want to molest others spiritually. Ha! Huh. Or mentally. Ha! Huh. Now what do you mean? What do you mean apostle by by spiritually and mentally? What do you mean? Well, what is the definition of molestation? What does it mean to molest? It means to pester with, to harass. It means to, to pester with and to harass others. So the it, research is telling us if you look carefully at the personalities of females and males that are have been molested, this spirit transfers. It creates in them the need to or the desire or the personality to molest others, whether it be physical or spiritually. Right? Then, secondly, let's go back. If we if we go back to Leviticus 5. And if, if we go back to Leviticus 5, 3, they begin to feel unclean as their innocence as lost. So it creates shame. These people that have been molested, and if you have been molested, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They begin to feel unclean. What does the Bible say about it in Leviticus 5, 3? Once they know it, then they are guilty. Once their innocence is lost and they know what is going on, what is not that that is not right. They're just as guilty. And so this spirit also transfers shame. So one, it transfers that to, to some. And of course, we're not going to put all, but I'm pretty sure it's to some. We can't label everyone, but it, it transfers the desire to want to molest others. Right. If not physically, mentally. Secondly, they begin to feel shame. So this spirit transfers shame on the individual. It transfers, okay. Now, what about the husbands? What about when these young ladies, which we know mostly is young ladies, I'm sure with the men it's the same thing, um, or the young males. But what about when they get husbands? What else is it going to transfer? What 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 else is it going to transfer? It's going to transfer problems in the bedroom then they can't fully establish that covenant they can but it's gonna be difficult why because this spirit has took it has taken the virginity the sanctity the purity out of the covenant sex many of you some of you listening um you have seen uh what was it uh respect right with aretha franklin you've had the opportunity to watch that film um of respect and of course it was about aretha franklin and many of us know if you didn't know you 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 found out by the um movie that in her childhood there was a molestation and of course i don't think it was her dad it was her uncle or or something like that one of her uncles but if those of you to give you something visual something that we all um probably seen by now do you re do you recall when uh during once aretha had gotten older and she was trying to have a unity or bond with a husband you know and that came back to her the uh uncle touching her in an appropriate manner right and that um so if you saw that movie maybe possibly you can you can relate to that now what about avoidance what about avoidance okay so the there's a the fourth what research shows is that there is a tendency for those that have been molested because they have kept that secret a lot of them have kept it and that's another thing of stating back well, right to what my daughter said. You got to let it out. You got to tell somebody, you know, they they have an issue with addressing things. They want to avoid everything. And oftentimes they feel like others should avoid everything because you got to think about it. If you have sat there and let someone father, uncle, whoever it is, they have told you to keep quiet and they have just robbed you of your innocence and rape you of your innocence and if you had sat there for years and not said anything then for certain i'm sure you're going to be a great conformist i'm and for certain we know 
that that you are going to you're going to be avoided. You're gonna you're gonna want to avoid other things. Certain for certain, you're gonna have avoidance, and you're gonna feel like things that are too touchy, too gruesome. You know, you should avoid it, and and others should avoid them as well. Now, okay, let's uh, let's move on. So, researchers, they 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 tell us that child molestation is 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 not just about sex for some individuals believe it or not it's not even lascivious in nature it's just a desire to control or or to have power and dominance over someone and they do it in a method of defilement you know and we've heard of that a lot of people have heard of that a lot of people um seek to have control or dominance or preeminence rape it's the same aspect of rape by defiling the individual. Well, how is that so? How can they do it through defilement? Well, again, what did we just talk about? Those that some people that come out of child molestation, they have avoidance issues, right? And they just really cannot address anything painful because they have sat there for a long time and let someone just literally do something that is not right and they have not said anything and, and it has not caused problem. You know, because they're all about not call it causing problems, you know, to the point that they would allow and go in any, you know, they will allow people to do anything to them or go through anything um, just to not cause problems. Well, we, we talked about it in that aspect. Another, and, and that's a form of control that that is the form of control. But again, you got to look at it. Why would they want to tell anyone? I mean, like, who would who would want to tell that? Who who would want to tell that? And that's the form. That's that's another form of control that the predator is having over these young ladies. And even if it's a woman doing it to a young man, that the predator is having over these young men. You know, because you gotta think about it. How hard is that? That's gotta be extremely hard to tell how can you tell your mother is the state what i have told my daughter and i have been vividly since god blessed me with a daughter i have been vividly when i was uh helping my sister raise her children and the young girls and certain things and, and that type of thing i would tell my my niece uh, i'm not gonna say nieces because one was too young to really even know but but the teen the one that was a teen just like my daughter now would tell her you let us know anything because you got to think about how hard and this is the picture you know i i'm gonna get and i'm gonna let you know mothers out there listening and women out there with your auntie whether your mother whatever i i, I we're, we're gonna get real vivid here in a minute we're gonna get i'm gonna get real vivid and the reason why i'm getting real vivid is because i want us to know because we tend to we want to put a patch on this is hard this is extremely hard for them to tell how can you how can your daughter i even had a friend that had been molested before how can you go one of the things that was said how can you go to your mom and your how can you go to your mom and your auntie or your family go back to respect the movie respect with aretha franklin what did she say when the lady said oh um come on let me do your hair after the first time the uncle had molested her come on let me do your hair. And she said, I don't want to be pretty. And the auntie was saying, I think it was her aunt in the movie. And she was saying, well, why don't you want me to do your hair? And she would not say a thing. Right? One, the man probably, we know the predator probably already told them and, and, and threatened them not to tell it. Two. Two. How the shame of it. The transfer. The guilt. This is what I want you to see, see mothers and women listening. This is the vividness of it. This is the reality of it. Behind closed doors in some of our homes, you got daddies, you got uncles that are telling your little girls, play with my meat. I want you to see the reality of it. They're opening in their legs, telling those little girls, those young, some of them may be teenagers, some of them may only be seven or ten, play with their meat. Some of them are in, they are, they're inserting it, their meat 
in these young girls. A grown meat. To think about that. I want you to see the reality of what hap- what has happened to people that have been molested. And what is could potentially happen. And what could be going on in your home. What about them putting their meat into your baby's mouth? What about that? How is anyone that has been molested? How is any young girl that has that going? How would they they gonna dare tell you? That's hard. Extremely hard. And the truth is always very hard. Sometimes it's 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 harder to tell the truth if if we be real about it, and much much easier to just tell the lies right so that's the reality of the picture that I want you to see your young ladies playing with these grown men with their meat they're controlling them through shame they're controlling them through through low self esteem less self worth these women have issues Issues they're only going to get up and try to put off on others. Because they have low self-esteem. Guess what? Anybody that don't have low self-esteem, they they have an issue with them. Because they have shame. Those that they don't feel shame, they're going to, guess what? They may want to make them feel shame. They're going to have issues. And more, what's even worse than any of this, they have to carry this around. They have to work through this with their husbands. That's hard stuff. Hard stuff. Hard stuff. But if we look, everyone go with me to 1 Corinthians. And let's go to, uh, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians. And we're going to get getting ready to close in just a little bit. But I want you to go with me first of all to 1 Corinthians and I want you to go because we've seen this scripture before where did we see this scripture before we saw this scripture when we were discussing uh, infidelity and uh, prostitution 1 Corinthians 6 if you can go with me to 1 Corinthians 6 I go down to verse 13 and, and it reads meats for the belly and the belly for meats but God will destroy both of them now the body is not for fornication but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And I'm going to just skip that because I know my co-host is going to get into that. But men, if you're doing this stuff, God will destroy you. Or if you're doing this to our sweet little girls, God will destroy it and you. Now, to those of you, if you've been you that that have been through it, if you've been through it, I'm here to tell you today, it was not your fault. All right, I, I need you just go quickly with me as I wrap up. Let's go to First Deuteronomy, and we're going to go to the 22nd uh, chapter. If you go with me to First Deuteronomy. Sorry, not first Deuteronomy. I know I just added something in. I added a one to Deuteronomy, but it's only one book. So if you go with me to Deuteronomy, and that's the 22nd, uh, 22nd chapter. And we're going to go down to, we're going to start at the 26th, because this is some important stuff. And this is specifically for you all that have already been through molestation. If you're going through it, we come here today to lead you to help and to lead you to the truth about it. All right, so if we start with Deuteronomy 22, the 22nd chapter, and we're going to start with the 26th verse. But unto the damsel thou shalt do nothing. There is in the damsel no sin worthy of death. For as when a man riseth against his neighbor and slave him, even so is this matter. For he found her in the field, and the betrothed damsel cried, and there was none to save her. If a man find a damsel that is a virgin, which is not betrothed, and lay hold on her, and lie with her, and they be found, 
Then the man that lay with her shall give unto the damsel's father fifty shekels of silver, and she shall be his wife, because he hath humbled her, he may not put her away all his days. And this is what I want to highlight. 30. A man shall not take his father's wife, nor discover his father's skirt. So what we're highlighting is we're highlighting 26 and we're highlighting 30. First of all, ladies, if you've been through it, women, if you've been through it, if you know, I don't care if you're older now. If you've been through it, first of all, it was not your fault. And clearly here in the Bible, the scripture tells us that the parents should know better if we read 30. What does it say? And he shall not uncover his father's skirt. Well, guess what? If he shall not uncover his father's skirt, first of all, if we go on back, back, back track and we go on down back to 29, what does the Bible say? If a man find a girl that's a virgin and he lay hold on and take her, then he should give to the father shackles and give and marry her. How can a father marry his daughter? How can an uncle marry his niece? So you know, first of all, there you don't have no they don't have no business, and men, you know you don't have no business uncovering your daughter's skirt, your niece's skirt. I don't care if it's your cousin's skirt. You don't have no business uncovering their skirt. And 30 said that a man shall not take his father's wife nor discover his father's skirt and likewise with your children likewise with your children you should know better ladies women of god women in the everyday women if you've been through it they should know better it was not your fault it was not your fault Today, what we want you to understand is we want you to uh, we want you to heal from it. We want you to heal from it. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. It was unclean. Yes, some of the pictures I gave you all, it was unclean. It is unclean. If it's going on right now, your home, it is unclean. It is disgusting. It's not of God. It's an abominable spirit that seeks to destroy the purity and the sanctity of these beautiful young girls, innocent, in right on into their to their womanhood. Today can't even hardly function right in in adulthood, in womanhood. How many know that the enemy is a lie? Young ladies, if you're listening, women, if you've gone through and you're listening, we want to help you heal from it today. And we want you to begin the process of healing today. If you have gone through it, if you've been through it, this is a wonderful time for you to call. We're standing by. We'll, we'll listen to you. We'll hear your testimony. We'll give you the word of God that we can give you. And we also can even refer you to psychiatric help if you feel like you need that. Our number is one eight seven seven eight four two. 842 That's 1-7 and that's 1-2. And you can call us now if you want to talk to someone about it. If you're going through it, our, our airways, our phone line is open. And, but I want to encourage you right before I leave and right before I get done with this message that if you are in it, speak up. Just like I tell my daughters, just like I told my niece when I was helping my sister raise her children, speak up, cry loud, and spare not. Don't you sit there and let someone rob you of your innocence. Don't you sit there and let someone mess you up for life. Don't you sit there because you can take you can take solace in the fact of knowing that I thought enough of myself to speak up for myself. Huh? That low self-esteem, that shame that the enemy is trying to transfer to you, that we discuss in Leviticus, that uncleanliness. I'm telling you, you'll feel a lot better about it if you speak up now. Don't let it go on for years. You speak up because you will retain your self-worth. Because you will know that you thought enough of yourself to speak up for yourself. Now secondly, if mothers, 
if you I want to make an appeal to you if you know of it going on in your home I that's why I gave you those discussion pictures and I give them to you again think about your daughter playing with your 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 husband meat he opening his legs and all that type of stuff yeah it's gruesome think about him putting that and trying to put that grown meat into her speak up speak up don't you sit there and just oh I know he's molesting my daughter and you're not thinking about the vivid picture you're not thinking about the vivid picture think about the vivid picture I want you to think about the reality of it that stuff will mess your daughter up for life if you sit there and sit still and don't say anything about it and then any parents whether you be male whether you be woman and you know you are guilty of doing this to your child you're victimized you're being victimized by this spirit you are being victimized by this spirit of pedophilia we want to encourage you to get help today we want to encourage you to get help today and of course any and all help it starts with jesus christ he's a great start he's a great start and and as i said we're here for you it was tough for you going through it but now we want you to feel better. We want you to feel better. And with that, I'm going to turn um, the show over to my co-host today, uh, Minister K. Many of you know him, and he's going to speak to the men a little bit more concerning this matter. Minister K. Yes. You have the floor. We thank God for the opportunity of this episode again. And um, today we are talking about child molestation. I was working this and uh, I went through search. I was actually looking for a word that was not a word that could be synonymous to the urge of this. If you all will give us one second, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We'll be right back with you. So while I was doing my research, I was looking for a word that would stand, a word that could be synonymous to the urge or desire for immoral act. And the only word I got was temptation. And I discovered that temptation arises as a result of satanic manipulations. And these manipulations we're talking about can come in form of enticement. It can come in form of seduction. And now, how do we overcome all this? Meanwhile, understanding how Jesus overcame the Theory temptations and defeated the devil is a significant aspect to the growth of every believer. This will help every man to overcome inordinate desire or urge to engage in immoral acts. We can always make Jesus Christ our yastic. That is the standard measure in our everyday Christian life because it is clear that what Jesus used to defeat the devil was the word. Because every single time Jesus was tempted, he responded strongly and consistently with the word of God. So it was so easy for Jesus Christ to overcome the devil because Jesus knows the word. 
The question here is who is the word in the first place? It's Jesus Christ himself. Because the Bible says in the book of St. John, chapter 1, verse 1, it said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So for you to overcome the temptation of Satan as a man, for you to defeat the urge and desire of sexual immorality as a man, you need to be closer to God in his word. You need to study the Bible. You need to build your strength against satanic enticement and seduction. If you study the word, if you are close to God in his word, you can always overcome this. And secondly, in order to overcome the temptation of sexual immorality as a man, you need discipline. You need to completely deny the flesh of earthly desires. You need to, to decrease in the flesh and increase in the Holy Spirit. That is what we have in the Bible. John chapter 3, verse 30. It says, he must increase, but I must decrease. Who must increase? The Holy Spirit in you must increase, but the flesh must decrease. And that was exactly what Jesus did. Jesus Christ denied the flesh of earthly desire. He did not only preach. He also fasted for 40 days. No food, no water. This is discipline and self-denial. If only for the flesh, every man would fall. But when you are able to discipline yourself as a man, when you are able to pray, when you are able to wash, when you are able to fast, before you know it, you overcome all this. You need discipline in your life as a man. You need to wash and pray. If you go to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 40 to 41, it says, Then he returned to his disciples, that was Jesus, and found them sleeping. And Jesus said, Couldn't you men keep watch with me for just an hour? He asked Peter. And verse 41 says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So because the spirit is weak, because of his weakness, you should be able to discipline the flesh. You must. That is why you need to apply discipline in your life. That is why you need to refrain from every satanic seductions. And as we do that, all men listening to me, I pray that God will help you. I pray that God will give you grace to overcome the urge, the desire to engage in sexual immorality. And finally, before I will go, the last point I have here is flee from sexual immorality. Flee. The word flee simply means you run away from it. You run away from it and don't stand and say, oh, because I am a man of God because there is tendency that every man could be tempted you must make sure you refrain from every satanic seduction and enticement don't say because you are a believer that you cannot be tempted do not say because you are a minister that you cannot be tempted everybody could be tempted there is always tendency for every man to be tempted so I advise every man to flee. I say flee. That was what Joseph did in the house of his master Potiphar to overcome temptation. If you go to the book of um, Genesis chapter 9 verse, uh, verses 11 to 12, you will see Joseph fled 
Joseph fled. If Joseph did not flee, something might have happened. Don't say because she is my niece. Don't say because she is my cousin. Nothing will happen. I'm telling you something will happen. If your niece is wearing a seductive dress, rebuke her. If your employee, if your female secretary is acting in a seductive way, fire her. Let her go. It's not a sin. If you go to the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 29, it says, if even if your eye will make you to sin, it's better you block it, block it out, block it away, block it away. It is better you go to heaven with one eye than going to heaven with the two eyes and going to hell with the two eyes. So you flee, you flee, you flee, run away. Refrain from every seductive activities. And as you do this, God will help you. As you do this, God will help you to overcome every urge, every desire to engage in sexual immorality. We thank God. We give you glory, O Lord. Be thou glorified. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Apostle. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God for that dynamic word, Minister K. Sir, as always, I appreciate you. Uh, And now to our audience, we're going to take just a second. Listen, if you're having any problems with uh, sexual immorality or child molestation, call us now, 877-842-1712. As I told you, we are the deliverance powerhouse. We can help. Um, Give us a call. If you're tired, if you know you need the help of the Lord, hey, this is your day. If you've been through it, if you've been molested, hey, this is your day. Give us a call. You can do it silently, but we'd love to walk you through it on the show. Give us one minute. We will be back with a salvation prayer. All right, praise the Lord. So all of you that are ready to come into uh, the household of faith, you're ready to be disciples of Jesus Christ so he can lead you into deliverance of all things and so he can heal you from all your diseases. Today's your day. Please silence your spirit with me. And here we go. Repeat after me and let's go into the prayer of salvation. Heavenly Father, We come to you through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus Christ. Now we're going to talk to Jesus. Jesus, come into our lives. We invite you in. Come into our lives today. Make us whole. Make us brand new. Deliver us from all our sicknesses and all our afflictions. In the mighty name of Jesus, we repent of our sin. And we invite you, Jesus, into our life today. And if you have prayed that prayer, you are now a born-again Christian. And we celebrate you. And we welcome you to the household of faith. Give us one minute for the sake of time. We're going to be right back with our covering prayer. Minister K is going to give us our covering prayer. Minister K, are you ready for our covering prayer? Yeah. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory. 
for all you've done for us, for your faithfulness, for your righteousness, for your mercy that endureth forever over us. We thank you, be that glorified in, in Jesus' name. We thank you for sending your words today. We thank you for healing our diseases and we thank you for rescuing us from all our destructions. Be that glorified in Jesus' name. Father Almighty God, we are praying as regards the words we have heard today. We pray that we will be blessed in Jesus' name. We pray that you rescue everyone under the affliction of sexual immorality. Everyone from the captivity of immorality, we pray you will set them free in Jesus' name. Father Almighty God, we don't want to be the hearer of your word alone. Grace to be the doer of your word. We say bestow upon us in Jesus' name. And we are praying, Father Almighty God, that the word we have heard today will not stand against us on the judgment day in Jesus' name. We'll be rapturable in Jesus' name. Jesus we name. thank you, O Lord. We thank we worship you. your we name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and we thank you all for being listeners of the show. Until next time, this is Warfare, the Warfare Ministry Group. This is episode 12. It was tough you going through it, but guess what? You can feel better now. 